Hello and welcome to another episode of SME Talk, the podcast by Aon, where we talk all things small business, risk, insurance, and anything else we get excited about here at Aon. I'm your host, Sumi. In today's episode, we're discussing something that if you run a business, you've probably faced at least once in the last few months, and that's a staff shortage. Joining me, I have my colleague, Stacey. Hi, Stacey. Hi. Hi, everyone. So Stacey has been in insurance for more than 25 years now and is not only an expert when it comes to insurance, but also how cover can be impacted based on various circumstances. So Stacey, I think over the past few months, we've all noticed the empty shelves and the longer than usual wait times for a cup of coffee. And this recent staff shortage was partly pandemic related, but a staff shortage could be faced by any business owner at any given point in time, right? Oh, it absolutely can. Now, we're all hopeful that a pandemic-related staffing crisis is something we'll never have to face again. But being understaffed is something can happen to any business at any time. And it can happen due to several reasons. Sometimes it's luck, sometimes it's seasonal flu, and it wreak havoc on your business service level. Okay, and something else I think that's really taken hold in Australia and I guess in many other countries across the world is this whole great resignation phenomena where employee, you've got employees resigning and changing employers left, right and centre. Um, I guess you could say that's probably also partly driving the current staff shortages. Do you have any thoughts as to what a small business owner can do to firstly prevent this? Look, I think all the same principles of retaining employees applies in this case. So keeping your staff satisfied, making sure they're, that you're listening to their needs. Um, you know, you might assume they're leaving you for more money, but it might just be a little more flexibility thereafter. So just finding creative ways to make them feel valued. Yep. But I guess despite all their efforts, um, there will be small business owners who will still have staff members resign. Um, and in that case, what should they be doing afterwards? Do they need to let their insurance broker know? Yeah, so there are some policies where you do need to notify your broker if someone leaves. So it's best to check your policy, but there are also some other boxes you might want to be ticking. So for example, make sure you remove system access. Believe it or not, sometimes ex-employees, if they're not left on the best terms, it can be the reason for a hacking attempt. So that's definitely a gap you'll be wanting to close. And if you've had employees who didn't leave on the best terms, you're, and if your business holds management liability or employment practices liability, then you may need to notify under these policies as well. And when you run a small business, you're probably in go-go mode all the time. So you'll basically do what you need to do to keep the show running. And this is also something I'm wanting to unpack with you today. With some of the steps a business owner might take during a staff shortage, what would it mean for insurance cover? So say I run a small business and I suddenly find myself down a few staff members. The first thing that comes to mind is how I can make the most of the staff I do have. So I might take advantage of a bit of cross-skilling or multi-skilling um, and basically get my employees to go all hands on deck and do things that are outside of their usual roles. Is this likely to impact any of the cover under any of my insurances? Mm. So in a situation like this, if your business provides professional advice, like if you're an accountant or allied health, um, your professional indemnity indemnity cover can be impacted. Uh, this is especially likely to be an issue if you end up authorising your staff members to provide services which are outside of their qualifications. And if you go down this route, just make sure you're not shuffling your employees to the point where you have staff members providing services 
or advice uh, that are outside their qualifications. And of course, it's always safe to check. So a quick call to your insurance broker could help to clarify any coverage questions you might have. Now, what if my own employees aren't enough to cover my business, um, my business running smoothly and I have to look to external sources? So say I start getting day contractors or temporary staff to help ease the workload and keep my work running. Uh, would this affect my insurance cover at all? Yes, so similar to reshuffling your employees, if you're a business who provides advice or service, again, it could impact your professional indemnity insurance. You firstly need to look at whether your policy will respond to claims against you as a result of the services provided by contractors. And also make sure the services being provided by the contractor are services which are insured under your professional services definition on your policy. Even if your policy will respond to claims as a result of work performed by contractors, it might just cover your liability. So only the business owner's liability? Exactly. Um, the business can be held liable for the actions of their contractors, and this is called vicarious liability. Okay, so in that case, um, say if I do want, if I if I'm a business owner and I do want to start getting contractors or temp staff on board, what do I need to do beforehand just to make sure I've done all the homework? So yeah, quick chat to your insurance broker to clarify what's covered under your policy. It's best practice to request a certificate of currency from your contractor as well before you engage their services. Making sure that your contractor is adequately insured should form part of your risk management. And in hiring contractors, is there anything else I need to keep in mind? I'd say basic due diligence, really. Like make sure that they're in the same field as you, ensuring their qualifications are genuine. Be sure to check the details on the certificate of currency and make to make sure that everything is in order. Okay, well, that all seems very reasonable so far. So in a nutshell, if you're a professional service-based business, just make sure you're only shuffling employees according to their skills and qualifications. And if you're taking on contractors or temp staff, make sure you're doing all the due diligence and just checking with your broker to clarify coverage and you know, check that their qualifications are genuine and so on. Exactly. Okay, great. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. It's been really great having you. And um, I, um, I'm sure our, our listeners have definitely walked away learning something new about insurance coverage. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Aon has taken care in the production of this podcast and the information contained in it has been obtained from sources that Aon believes to be reliable. Aon does not make any representation as to the accuracy of the information received from third parties and is unable to accept liability for any loss incurred by anyone who relies on it.